0: And welcome to the Gene Space, where I talk about creativity, writing, music, life in an autistic household, and various other things that catch my attention. Enjoy the show. for something light and funny. So I used my library app to download Death Wins a Goldfish, a short graphic novel by Brian Reed. Death works in an office building with many other deaths, and this particular death, having never taken a day off, is ordered to use his accumulated vacation time by the human resources department. Death makes a list of things he could do on his sabbatical, my kind of guy, and tries them writing his reactions in a journal. He goes skiing. He tries a dating app. He collects snow globes. He goes to amusement parks, school, the gym, the beach, etc. He wins the titular goldfish at a carnival and takes good care of it. Eventually, he returns to his cubicle, refreshed, with the goldfish and other souvenirs. The drawings are generally in a simple cartoon style, except for one. Death goes to a museum and contemplates a painting. The painting is reproduced in careful and exquisite detail. It's a picture of a man, his head wrapped in a sort of turban in a bathtub. The man's arm hangs over the side of the tub, a quill pen drooping from his fingers. There's a wound in his chest and a bloody knife on the floor. There's a table next to the tub and some kind of cover over most of the tub making an ersatz desk. Jean-Paul Marat, French journalist and revolutionary, has just been murdered in his bath by Charlotte Carday. Here's the cool part I had just learned about this painting, which is The Death of Marat by Jacques-Louis David from 1793. I've been taking an online art history course, so that I can have stuff to think about at night rather than, say, that incident during 4th grade recess or the thousands of other regrets that wake me up shuddering as I'm finally dozing off. Also so that I can say more about a painting than nice colors or I wish I had a bathtub desk. As it happened, I had watched a lecture on David and this painting literally the day before starting Ray's book. I felt a rush of delighted recognition. It was a pleasure to understand more of a reference than what I would have gotten a few days before, which would have been something like, one of the places that death visits is an art museum. The painter David, who had visited Marat in his apartment the day before the murder, uses his formidable technique to portray his friend as a martyr. The body is idealized, with no indication of the skin condition that required Marat to work from his bathtub and a beam of light illuminates Marat's peaceful face. But in the French Revolution's bloodiest phase, headed by Maximilien Robespierre and known as the Reign of Terror, Marat was prominently involved, as was David, who sat on the committee that sentenced the French king, along with many others, to death. This painting was initially popular, but then Robespierre was deposed and executed. David was himself prosecuted for his actions during the terror and spent time in prison. A few years later, he found favor under Napoleon. Then the Bourbons reclaimed power and David was exiled, spending the rest of his life in Belgium and the Netherlands. The curse of interesting times. I enjoyed learning a bit more about the French Revolution in the course of reading about the painting and David. My world history courses in high school didn't spend much time on the specifics of the era, though I've read some fiction set during this period. They were the best of novels, they were the worst of novels. I've seen some movies, and I'm afraid that my country may be tumbling towards something similar at the moment, so my next download on the library app will be from the French history section. Sometimes I feel remorseful about not having learned some of this stuff sooner. But that would be a silly item to add to the list that keeps sleep at bay. The Death of Marat lecture came just in time to be fresh in my mind while I read the book, which made me curious about the context, which then gave shape to some fuzzy thoughts about politics, history, martyrs, and villains. I've wandered far from light and funny, but I'm still in the realm of delight. so much for listening. You can read this podcast as a blog on my WordPress page. There's a link in the description box. And if you'd like to support this show, that would be awesome too. Until next time, be well.